Did someone say, show me the funny? It doesn't matter now. Here come Cliff and Kendall. Stay away the hell from my way the hell from my way the hell from my way the hell from my Get out and get out and live. What happens in between my legs is my own business. Cliff and Kendall, Cliff and Kendall, Cliff and Kendall. Forever and always and always and always. There's no place like Mrs. Potter Butter Butter Turns Butter Turn a Pottery and Butter for doing a podcast in No place like it I know. No place I this is, what is this? This is Cliff and Kendall, Coast to Coast. It's just a wonderful show that people love and can't get enough of, no matter what we do, even if we're just counting down things until the end of time, until doomsday, Kendall. Well, you say even if. That's what we're doing, so. That's what we're doing, baby. Buckle up. <laughs> we're counting down to the end. Counting, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's really just a countdown to the end of time is what really our show is. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it is. Yeah, and yeah, you know, yeah, I yeah, say, yeah, if it's working, yeah, yeah, don't don't try to fix it. Yeah, 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 yeah exactly. Yeah, yeah, or even yeah, if it's not yeah, working. Yeah, yeah. So well, what's I mean, we what's should up? try to fix it. But. <laughs> <laughs> what's up with you, Kendall? What's the matter with you? What's up with me? Oh God, <gasps> I can't even begin to tell you what's up with me. Uh, we, you know, we wanted to take the booth down and. And do the show uh, down in the downtown area, Fizzy 111, where all the protests are going on. We thought it'd be good to be down there and be yep. part of the crowd. And we got halfway over there, and I guess the booth had just been sitting so long here in the shop. It, the wheels just rusted up, and it just we had to have it towed back. So, so we're back here at the shop, but uh, you know we're taking it one day at a time. We're trying to be as uh, supportive of Black Lives Matters as we can with our voices yes. and our big yes. fat bodies. I thought. Charles the contractor, I thought he had been like oiling the booth every day, like getting it ready, getting the, you know, the wheels that we put on when we needed it to be in motion. Uh, no. I, I thought he had... He was oiling his pecs. Oh, well, okay. Or his man boobs. Something. That's what I've been oiling. My man boobs. Oh, oiling <laughs> them up. Oh, let me tell you something. Well, I'll tell you something gross. First, of course, we say we... <laughs> okay. And now for something gross. I'll, I'll, the gross is coming. Stay tuned. But of okay. course, we want it. We still are in solidarity forever with Black Lives Matter, and uh, there's no reason for. I just it is. It's just an insane thing. This police brutality. Why? Why do we need? We don't need you know the army, the Marines, to protect plastic shit from. Yeah the citizens i just i don't get it and we yeah. don't need this execution squad that goes around killing whoever they are afraid of well and it shouldn't even be this shouldn't even be a thing that we have to talk about it's like saying oh i'm for black lives matter i'm i'm for oxygen i'm for uh breathing i'm for eating i'm for like it's just a, such a simple thing but yet here we are right and God knows we're not perfect. God, we're not perfect people. Look at how fat we are amongst many other things. But I do, I think sometimes, I'm so glad that we grew up in the 80s and the TV shows that we watched, <laughs> had 
they had so much inclusivity in them. Yeah. Like Sesame Street. Mm-hmm. With yeah. people all colors. and Even if you're a, a grouch and you live in a trash can, or if you're a snuffleupagus living with a huge bird, I love you just the same. Love, yeah. love, Oh, and speaking love, of Sesame love, Street, love, then we'll get love, to the gross love, thing. Love, <laughs> HBO Max, you need to watch this. It's very cute. The not too late show with Elmo. Oh, I'm. So, I want to watch that. I'm so excited to watch and, that. And they're they're short. They're like 15 minutes. Oh, are they? But they're it's so cute. It's and it really makes a case for just loving Elmo. I'm on board with that. <laughs> oh boy, Elmo. It's it's really cute if if you are an HBO Maxi Pad listener. Maxi Pad. <laughs> then put that on your queue. It's so cute. But it, but here's something really gross that okay. happened this week. Okay. So I like in between the crack of my leg and my uh, like pubis. Uh huh. The which which is what I call this the big fat pad that's got pubic hairs coming out of it above the wiener and the, the rest. Uh-huh. I I had what I I kept I kept feeling it and I thought this is a big mole that has just gotten right there. And oh, ingrown hair. I didn't. Well, let, 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 it's let, gross. Let, let, it's let, coming. Let, let. But I kept feeling <laughs> it. I thought this is a mole. I need when I go when I sometime drag my giant fat ass to the dermatologist. I need to have them look at it. But I really was looking at it this week, and it was not a mole. It was a big skin tag. Oh, like one of those like hangy moles type things. Like a, it's hangy and it's pink. Yeah. And it was, and I just wanted to vomit when I saw it. And so you have a you have a hanging chat on your fupa. <laughs> Not anymore. What I did was <laughs> I, because I had a little thing on my neck. <laughs> once which was much smaller uh-huh. and I thought I hate this I need to just get this off and I just cut it off yeah yeah because I yeah. even because I thought I'd rather have a scar than this there well that's all they do they numb it and then cut so it so what I did for the big big gross one in my crotch was I took ice <laughs> and I did numb it and then yeah I used my cuticle scissors uh-huh so, so if I die of an infection, that's why, because I'm performing home surgery on myself. But and I just I had I put the scissors there and I closed my eyes. And I counted one, two, three, cut, and and it, I did it. I did get grossed out when I first looked down because I looked down and of course there's like a big piece of skin on the scissors along with a lot of like bright red blood, uh-huh. and I was like whoa. But I, I just wiped it off real quick and then I had to dress the wounds and. I just I thought this is so gross. Do people do this all the time? <laughs> it's very normal. This is like a YouTube uh, inst- uh, uh, how-to video now. We're telling people how to cut off skin tags. Um, well, that's a story for the people who love watching those pimple popping uh, videos. Ooh, oh, in case, <laughs> which I can't, I can't. I hate but, it. But you know, but, but they're a big thing. So if you enjoy gross things, that story gross bodily things that was for you and we've got a show yeah, for so you I, uh charles charles loves that show by the I way know. well he loves it because he he pops along with the the pimple popper yeah. he'll find one on himself and then just go to town you know that 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 area is called your fupa i know oh okay why well, you you were naming it different things i just wanted you to know that was the technical term for it the fat upper <laughs> pubic area yes. 
that's what they tell you in medical school. I know. It is. I, I attended a brief 10-minute uh, lecture about medical school and decided it wasn't for me, but we did learn about the FUPA. They did. That was lesson one. But, Cliff, this show is not about the FUPA, and it's not about belches. It's about a countdown of sorts. Of skin uh, tags. It's <laughs> No. Now, that episode, I'm sure, is coming. Top but, 10 uh, grossest wow. skin tag stories. We're, we're doing the top 10 fictional animal characters of all time. Oh. What a great topic to be counting down. What a great topic to count down. I know, I know the moment the listener saw that, they're like, oh my God, that sounds amazing. Wonder what I would categorize as the top 10 fictional animal characters. And But we're going to tell you the correct answers. I know. you got to listen, listeners, and see if we name the ones that you're thinking of. <laughs> so, Cliff, do you want, I think, didn't I start us out last week? No, you started us out last week. Right. Because we had the coin toss. Right. Yeah, so I'll start us out this okay. week. With number 10 on the top 10 fictional animal oh, characters. Oh, oh, now, um, oh, oh, uh, I don't, uh, watch where you step, or you might step in poo, Cliff. Winnie the poo, number 10. Uh, oh. I know he's way on down the list, but there's so many great ones that are coming up, so I had to put him down there. He's Winnie the Pooh, Winnie the Pooh. Little all stuff with something. Winnie the Pooh, Winnie the Pooh. What do you love? What do you love about Winnie the Pooh? What do I love? What do I not love? He's a fat bear that doesn't wear pants. That that is the that is the ultimate uh, you know character that embodies me in a cartoon. He he is. I've got a Winnie the Pooh Christmas ornament, and 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 what it is is it's Winnie the Pooh standing there, and there and there's a little mirror behind him, and he's looking at how fat he is in the mirror. Yeah. And yeah. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, oh, yeah, I identify yeah, with this yeah, way too yeah, much not yeah, to yeah, hang it on the tree. Yeah, yeah. And he doesn't like conflict. When something happens, he goes, oh, bother. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's me. Oh, bother. I just love it. That's that's me in a nutshell. Winnie the Pig. Oh, all stuffed with fluff. He's Winnie the Pooh. Winnie the Pooh. Willy-nilly, silly old bear. Right. Winnie the Pooh. Why did they make such a big deal about him not wearing pants? He's a bear. Yeah, yeah. It was. Yeah, I yeah, asked the question: yeah, Why was yeah, he wearing a shirt? Yeah, yeah, I know. Because he was self-conscious because he had image issues like the rest of. That's us. like me. He's like me when I go swimming. Yeah. I, I'm. Yeah. I'll. I'll gladly go bottomless and just air the shame right out there. <laughs> like I don't care what the fupa looks like, but I do care about the man boob. Yeah, I don't care. I, that's why I really had to cut off that skin tag because it was. It made the wiener look even smaller just by how <laughs> big and hanging it was. When you weren't wearing pants, but you were wearing shirt everywhere. Yeah, people are like, what are all those things dangling down there? <laughs> but no, when, poo, just the word poo, I was thinking about it, not Winnie the Pooh, but the word poo, and why I don't really like, I think it's gross when people say poo for doo-doo instead of uh-huh. I Because I came from a house where we said poop, and, yeah. and it had the P on the end of it, too. Because that's, uh-huh. uh, poop seems more solid. But if you're taking a poo, it's like you got some like 
runny. Runny, wet feces coming out. Right? Poo is what you find in the bottom of like um, your underwear when you meant to, to fart and you just got a pile of poo. But if you took a poop, it's solid. Things came out okay. That's a solid yeah. loaf. Oh, boys, have you seen Mrs. Butter 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 Churn? I'm looking for her everywhere. I've simply oh. got to tell her about my shoelaces. <laughs> I just remembered a hilarious story about them. <laughs> well, no, usually if I'm looking for her, I'd just ask you and you know where she's at. But I haven't seen her lately. I mean, this shop is not so big, so she has to be around her somewhere. Yeah, she must be here. Oh, is that her? Oh, no, that... Sorry, I thought that was her, but that's just a bouquet of flowers. I thought it was her flowered hat over there sitting on the cash register, but thats it's just a bouquet. Oh, they were just blowing in the wind over there. Oh, Bowers, where could she be? I hope she's not gone out on the streets and doing anything, uh, you know, unsafe with all of this public health crisis. <laughs> I don't know. We'll, we'll keep a lookout for her. She must be somewhere. Yeah, no, I, look, we'll be on the lookout for her because I would love to get her thoughts on all the stuff we're talking about today. You know, she loves to, to come in and give her thoughts. Well, I, I hope we can find her. I'll, I'll go look again. Mrs. Butter Butter Butterson. Mrs. Butter Butter Butterson. Uh, Crockpot, she has been, like, just keeping us working, like, day in and day out, like, 24 hours a day. She's just like, we gotta get up and do an emergency rehearsal of Little Shop. I know. Of all the many many directors i've worked with she is the, just the biggest taskmaster because i feel like you know i keep yeah. saying to her like crockpot are we going to be over rehearsed and she says for some reason she's not afraid of that being a possibility no she made us listen to a half hour speech after our rehearsal we were so tired and just wiped and she was like i am molding you like i mold the pottery that right now you're just a lump of clay but we've got to Keep pushing and keep moving you until we finally get to at least a rough shape of a piece of pottery. Yeah, it was very metaphorical, and I don't know, Charles the contractor, I think he fell asleep during it. Well, he was, uh, yeah, he was there, so he was asleep. He was there. He was there. All right. Oh, oh, goodness, dear. I'm so sorry. Uh, Mr. Snodbottom was just looking for you. Oh, yes, dear, I know. Look, now you know how much I love Mr. Snodbottom, and he's my wonderful husband, and I would want to be with him all the time, but he has been a bit much lately, dear. He's been following me around, telling me all kinds of stories. We've just been in too close of quarters for too long. <laughs> you know what I mean? I know. Well, he was just sitting here. He wanted to tell you a story, something about his shoelaces or something like that. Oh, goodness. He's told me that story three times this morning already. He keeps forgetting. If he comes back, do you want us to tell him where you are or what he... Oh, oh, goodness, no, no. If he comes back, tell him I, I ran to the store to get a, a another stick of butter that I was out. Okay. All right. Well, that's what we'll tell him. All right. Well, thank you, dear. And I know this is not proper etiquette because you mustn't lie to your husband. But, you know, dear, I just it's just been too much. I just need a slight break. Well, you just you need some me time. So. Oh, yes, dear. I could use a little bit of me time. All right. Well, we, we will not tell him that you're hiding. Oh, thank you. That, I knew I could count on you boys. <laughs> oh, I, I must go find Funky, though. She she needs help. Oh, okay. Gosh, I, I I would never thought the two of them would be running from each other. Well, I guess only one of them's running from the other. Well, you know, sometimes you just need to be alone. alone, 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 alone. That was number 10, uh, uh, whatever we talked about. Pooh. 
Uh, yeah. That was number 10. So it's time for number nine. Number nine of our favorite animal characters. Kendall, for this character, I ha- he goes way back. Uh. Oh, he goes more than 65 million years into the past. But he really, well, his species does. He really only goes about 30 years into the past. He was a friend (laughs) in one of the great places that you could ever hope to be. He was a friend of Pee-wee in Pee-wee's Playhouse, and he was a pterodactyl named Terry. Oh, yes. How could I forget Terry? And he would fly around, and I love him. His, his is one of the best voices that I love to do whenever I watch Pee-wee's Playhouse. I can't help myself but start <laughs> doing my Terry voice. Oh, Pee-wee. Randy's making fun of me, Pee-wee. And it's so good. And, you know, he's a, just a sweet, innocent character that Pee-wee's, you know, having to help teach him lessons and all these things, but he's a pterodactyl that lives in the playhouse, the greatest place on earth. Hey, that's my toy. Not anymore. You have no business with that toy. Give it back. No, it's mine. Pee-wee, pee-wee. Yeah, what is it? Mr. Kite won't give me back my toy. Mr. Kite, give Terry back his toy. See, Pee-wee said you had to give me back my toy. Baby? I am not a baby. Pee-wee, Mr. Kite called me a baby. All right, Terry, get in here. I love it. Well, and when you said 65 million years, I thought you were going to say Barney, and I was about to shut this podcast <laughs> down. <laughs> I was like, if Cliff says Barney, I'm done. But I'm so I'm glad done. to hear it was Terry the pterodactyl. Well, Kendall, we've known each other almost 20 years, and I thought it high time you learned I'm a Barney super fan. <laughs> well... I knew, I knew, I mean, he is the right size for us, you know. He is. He's one of the characters we could be. But, no, <laughs> Kendall, don't be, don't be so silly. It's Terry. I, I should have known better, Cliff. I should have known. I'm just saying this makes me, I've got to run and go watch Pee-wee's Playhouse right after we do this episode. That sounds like a good idea. And, I, you know, it's high time. We should have had a word of the day here where everybody screams when you say the word. <laughs> Usually listeners just scream when the show starts and then they stop it. And yeah, well, it's, they it's go back our, to their lives. Our version of that is when you belch. I'm like, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. Same thing. That's basically the same thing. Listeners, we encourage you to scream whenever one of us belches on the show. <laughs> <laughs> Why not? So, so, Kendall, you know, next time I belch, you just say, you know what that means. You know, it's time to scream real loud. <laughs> ah! Number eight. Now, this, this is t- it gets getting real tough now. Oh, things so are, tough. Whew, it's whew, getting real tough. Because, um, you know, I don't want to put any, like, really good ones too far down the list, but there's just so many good ones. I'm going to say that number eight is a, 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 he's a, he's a dog. He um, he is very keen on solving mysteries. Uh oh. <laughs> Scooby, Scooby, do, looking for you. Scooby, Scooby, do, where are you? Whoa, whoa, whoa. All the stars are here, waiting for you. Couldn't have a show without you. Scooby, Scooby, do. 
Scooby Scooby Doo. Where are Where you? Are you? Got, got some got things for to you do now. now. Love it. It's Scooby Doo. That's number eight. Scooby Dooby Doo. Uh, and another character we identify with for his constant need for Scooby snacks. Yes. Well, you know, um, my n- n- uh, nephews watch scooby-doo now like the new scooby-doo uh-huh. and whenever they would have it on i'm like oh i'm so glad like they're watching something that i can watch and i can enjoy and not be like what is this crap that's on television <laughs> and whenever um scooby and and uh, shaggy are like oh i need i need some sandwiches and i'm just like this is great this is perfect television and another another plug for hbo max all the scooby-doo episodes <laughs> are on there see now why is it that we've lived so long, Cliff, and we've waited our entire life, we've finally got to the moment where all these great shows that we've loved our whole life, we wanted to watch, are finally coming out, where we can stream them all, right at the time the world is ending? Well, it, it, just, it just goes to show you that God has one hell of a sense of humor. <laughs> oh, man, he's just laughing his ass off. I don't want to start any blasphemous rumors, but it seems to me God's got a sick sense of humor. And when I die, I expect to find him laughing. Well, better send in the clowns, Cliff. Send in the clowns. <laughs> there ought to be clowns. Don't bother. They're here. That was number eight. Scooby-dooby-dooby-dooby-doo. Number, number eight. Oh, well, Cliff, I have been, um, in all this time that we've been stuck in quarantine, I don't know if you saw me over there, but I have been, I, I took this time to scan in all my sheet music from all my piano books, and I'm almost done. I've been like, using my phone to take pictures of all the sheets, you know, so I have them on my iPad. So I, so I have all my music with me and I can easily turn the page and I have to get out 12,000 books when you want to play some songs. But I was just uh, scanning in, sending the clowns the other day. It's what made me think of that. But I've had so much fun doing all that. And I'm almost done organizing all that. Well, I can't wait. Again, time for the world end. <laughs> I can't wait for you to accompany me. Someday it's singing all these classics. But, uh, Cliff, uh, I've got. Wait, wait. What, what number are we on? That was eight. So it's time for number seven. Seven. All right. Number seven. Lucky number seven. Ooh. Kendall, this is too hard. Oh, wait. You belched. Ah! ah! Yeah, listeners, hopefully we're screaming. This, this is just. He's one of the funniest characters. He's a jokester. And he makes us laugh. <laughs> And he makes his fellow Muppet friends laugh. He often is heard to say, Ah, waka waka. And his name is Fozzie Bear. Oh, uh, yep, yep. Waka waka waka. Not so fast. Tonight, I am going to use your assistance. Oh, yeah? Yes, sir. You and I are going to tell the world's funniest joke. Uh, this is all spontaneous, unrehearsed. Right, Froggy? It's unrehearsed, yes. Okay, okay. Now. Frog of my heart, yes. you will just wait until I say the word here. When you hear me say the word here, you will rush up to me and say, Good grief, the comedians are bare. Good grief, the comedians are bare. Check. When you say the word here. Right. Gotcha. Okay, now then. Hiya, hiya, hiya. You're a wonderful looking audience. It's a pleasure to be here. Good I... grief, the comedians are bare. Not yet. But you just said here. That was the wrong here. Which is the right here? The other here. Sure. Go, go, go. Okay. Hey, hey, folks. 
This is a story you're gonna love to hear. Good grief, the comedian's a bear! Will you stop that? But you said here! Not that here! No wish here! Another here! How am I gonna know? You know when you hear! Good grief, the comedian's a bear! Alright, alright. Listen, yes. you will know when I point to you. I'm never gonna work with another bear. Alright, don't grumble! I'm never gonna work with an animal. <clears throat> Say, a funny thing happened to me on the way to the theater. At the stage door, I passed a bunch of Muppet fans, and suddenly I hear... Good grief, the comedian's a bear. No, he's a nut. He's a wearer and a necktie. Ah, 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 ah. Oh, I'm so funny. <laughs> Fozzie is just so hilarious. One of my favorite Fozzie Bear moments ever is in... The Great Muppet Caper, mm-hmm. and it's it's the joke that Kermit and Fozzie are identical twins, <laughs> and and that people can't tell them apart except for they say, "Oh, the one with the hat." I love it. Statler and Waldorf. They say leave the jokes to the bears, and they're right. Well, I have a sinking suspicion that the Muppets aren't finished on this list, but we will move on for yeah. now from number seven to number six. Now, All right. again, Cliff, it's very tough. It's very tough. And I'm, I'm just going to go ahead and say yeah. that any from now to the top of this list, every one of these could be a number one in my book because that's how yeah. hard it is at this point. But I'm going to go ahead and tell you the next one on the list, one that's very near and dear to my heart, is, oh, oh boy, Mickey Mouse. <laughs> of course. He's a mouse, and he lives in the happiest place on earth. What is there not to love about him? What's what's not to love? He's got the white gloves. He has his own show. He, ha- he has <laughs> his own land. and he, His own club. Yeah, his own club, for God's sake. Love him. Everything about now, him. Now, did you love him more when he was called Steamboat Willie? <laughs> you know, I, when I was I was like, oh, if only they'd bring back Steamboat Willie. <laughs> no, what? Well, when he was uh, Oscar or whatever, the, the, the rabbit. or No, he was still a mouse back then before uh, Walt had to change it to Mickey Mouse because somebody stole the rights to him or something. Right. right. Oswald. Oswald, right. not Oscar. When you wish upon a star as dreamers do. What is it about Mickey Mouse that you think appeals to everyone? Well, I think... Um, you know, a mouse is a small creature that nobody really pays much attention to. So I guess the just the idea that he is such this big character that's larger than life and just has so much fun and so many friends and just loves life and doesn't things don't really get to him. He doesn't let things get him down. And, and all those old cartoons when, like, he's trying to pull a trailer and it flips down the hill. And, uh, you know, no matter what he was faced with, he just put on a smile and laughed and moved on and just enjoyed life. That is a great lesson for us all. And 
So, listeners, be a little more like Mickey Mouse today, won't you? Please. Please! I've been receiving emails and calls and texts uh, wanting to hear what the kids are saying. And by that, I mean, like, one person texted me. Oh. But... I, I know that everybody else is thinking it too, so we got to get on to what the kids are saying. All right. This is a fan favorite segment. It is. I mean, I'm assuming since nobody writes about the other segments, it is a huge fan favorite. Yeah, nobody said that it's not their favorite, so it must be somebody's. Hey, that logic still works. All right. All right. All right. All right. Yes. All right. Do you right. know right. when right. somebody says, right. this is about to get right. Western... Western, it's about to be covered with onions and peppers. Mm, no, that's when it's about to get southwestern. <laughs> it's often used in a way to say, oh shit, about something about to go down, but it's mainly what country people say. It's about to get western. You often hear it when a cattle gets loose or um, shit's going to get crazy, or you could also use it at a NASCAR race when a car flips. Oh, it's about to get western. Kendall, I've got something for you, you biscuit head. Me? Yeah, you're a biscuit head. This is a joke biscuit. diss to call someone. It's not serious at all. It is just a joke. Biscuit head, you biscuit head. Well, you are what you eat, Cliff. Cliff, are you a doomer? A, do- a doomer as opposed to a boomer? Okay, boomer. Yeah, you're a, you're a doomer. Okay, doomer. That means you have a lack of of faith in humanity or people in general. You have given up on all humans or group of people for perceived slights or injustices. Uh, You lack confidence in the future of humans because of an event or just the uh, several events that have happened. And uh, it's not it's not particularly limited to politics or any other thing. It's just you have the uh, lost faith in humanity. You're a doomer. Uh, I try not to be a doomer. I want to be the opposite. so bad. Well, I want to be thin, Cliff, but we see where I'm at. We see where you're at, and wherever we look, there you are. Alright, Kendall, here's the <laughs> next one. Coke bloat. Coke bloat? Oh, I know I got that. <laughs> I'd rather have a Coke float, but the Coke bloat Ooh. is the bloating that occurs from consuming either too much soda or too much cocaine. So, someone might say, oh. wow, Lindsay Lohan sure looks bloated these days. I think it's Coke bloat. I'm equally as bloated. I have Coke bloat as well, but just a different kind. I do too. I have Diet Pepsi bloat. Just a different kind. <laughs> All right, Cliff. Um, do you know what a foodie call is? Oh, is that uh, when I delete the DoorDash app because I don't want to order any more delivery food, but then I reinstall the app so that I can order fajitas like I did last night. Now that's a foodie reinstatement. Oh. A foodie call is a person who goes out on dates with the sole purpose of getting a free dinner. <laughs> Why didn't I think of that? I, see? It, instead of a booty call, you get a foodie call. Or you could, hey, you could go two for one. Foodie booty. Foodie booty. Foodie booty. Foodie booty. Foodie booty. Foodie booty. Now you're speaking my language, Kendall. <laughs> Kendall, faking the snake. Taking? Yes. Faking the snake. Oh, faking. Yeah, faking the snake. That is when you add in a small specific detail in order to make your lie seem more convincing. So you might say, oh, somebody broke into his apartment and tied him up and kidnapped him. And, oh, he also stole the pet snake. 
And that leads the listener to think, oh, well, this story ah. must be true because that unnecessary random detail was added in. Faking the snake. We, we've all done it. That's the number one t- uh, tale of somebody that's lying when they're trying to give too many details. Yeah. As you once said about people having sex with sheep, we've all done it. We've all done it. Well, that's why when people call me like, Kendall, let's go out. I'm like, oh, you know, I got diarrhea. And just leave it at that. You don't need to go into too many details like, oh, I broke the seat of the toilet when I sat on it. That's just, that's too many. That's faking the snake. That's faking the snake, Kendall. And nobody should be handling those snakes except for Britney Spears. Cliff, I got one more for you. All right. It's called thirst posting. Uh Uh-oh. Now, thirst posting is posting on social media simply to get likes and reactions. Now, but I do have to say, isn't that the whole point of social media anyway? <laughs> it is. They engineer it so that you'll be addicted to it. And I've, yeah. This week, especially just because of how awful everything is, I've tried to limit my time on there because I can't. It does not do anybody's psyche any good. To just constantly be checking yeah. Instagram like I do, or Charles the Contractor, he's always checking his InstaHam app, which is where you post pictures of yourself eating a ham, and it just does not help anybody. Yeah. Well, and I, I often, like this week especially, I thought, you know, if I'm just like posting stuff constantly, yeah, people are like, oh, he's really outspoken, but that doesn't really do anything. So I decided this week, I watched the documentary on Netflix, The 13th Amendment. Uh, and I thought, because I feel like that would do better than just posting something. So now I have a little bit more education on everything that's going on so that I can speak up better when I actually am going out to protest and things. Good for you. I applaud that move, Kendall. Amen. And we're go- I've got to get Charles. He's got to get off his Instaham app and got to get to... Uh, Oiling up this booth so we can get Charles, it out there. Put that ham sandwich down and go get the oil, damn it. Now we mm. know how the Tin Man felt at the beginning of the Wizard <laughs> of Oz when he was standing there saying, oil can, oil can. We know how the Tin Man felt, and we know now what the kids are saying. Mm, 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 That's mm, what they're saying, if you can believe speaking it. Speaking of 99 pounds, I left a bag of candy back in the stockroom, and I think I want to go get it so I can have a few pieces you know, to get my sugar uh, level up for the second half of the show. All right. Well, we, yeah, we better take a break. Mr. Snodbottom's out there just looking around. He's looking behind stuff on the shelves, and I don't think that's going to help him find there. Mrs. No. Uh, yeah, right. we better see if we can bring the two of them together. All right. We'll be right back <laughs> after this. All right. You know what I always say? To belch is human, to forgive divine. Stay tuned for more Cliff and Kendall Coast to Coast. Introducing new Mickey Mouse Magic Crunch Cereal. Made from nutritious corn and oats in fun shapes. They're crispy, crunchy, and tasty with a magical touch of honey. Forever land is all our banners. High, 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 high. M-I-C-K-E-Y-M-O-U-S-E. Why? Because it's good for you. And we're back. It's Cliff and Kindle time. All right, all right, all right, all right, all right, all right, all right. Yeah, 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 yeah
And Mrs. Potter Butter Butter Charm, Mr. Snobbottom are here with us. We got the two of them together. Uh, you know, I- I'm sorry you guys have been looking for each other the whole time. Oh, I've been looking for you all morning, Sugarlump. I wanted to tell you about my shoelaces. You know, I got one of them stuck under the other shoe, and I felt it tugging and tugging, <laughs> and I didn't know why. That's such a interesting story. And so dear, dear. I finally looked down and saw that I was stepping on my own shoelace. <laughs> now, Daffodil, you know it's improper etiquette while they're trying to do the show. We want to let them go ahead and do their show. Uh, well, you know, I, it's okay. I know it's just sometimes people are ships that pass in the night and just it's, we don't know. You know, it's like in a movie when people are looking for each other and one person turns this way and the other person turn, you know, looks down. Maybe you were looking at your shoelace, Mr. Snodbottom, when Mrs. Potter Butter Butter turned and walked by. Oh, that's probably what happened, dear. I've been looking all over for you as well. <laughs> oh, well, that explains it. <laughs> it's so nice to be together again. <laughs> oh, and I'm so glad the two of you together again because we have really got a treat for you. Oh, we have You're Gonna Love It. It's one of our, another fan favorite segment that no one has told us they don't like. It's called, Do You Want to Hear Something Weird? Oh, goodness dear. Nothing too weird, boys. You know, I'm here with my lovely wife, Mrs. Butter 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 Churn, whom I haven't seen for nearly an hour. Well, I'll I'll promise you this. It won't get any weirder than it's always been. Speaking of weird, I'll start us off. Since I, I right. see you uh, getting your stuff together over there, Cliff. A patient All right. who rammed a two-foot... Uh, I'm sorry, this is so weird and just out there. And I'm just, you might want to sit down, Mrs. Potter Butter Butter Churn. But a patient uh, in the hospital, he rammed a two-foot mobile phone charger right up into his penis. Uh, oh, for, oh, my goodness, dear. Oh, 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 my bowels. Oh, oh, they did not want to hear that. Well, boy. I don't write them. I don't write them. I just tell them. But uh, I guess they were looking for sexual gratification. And uh, and they uh, they went into the hospital and they tried to fool the doctors. They said, oh, I swallowed a phone cord. And they couldn't find it. They kept looking for it. And they had to finally do an x-ray on an operating table. And then it became clear it was in the urinary bladder, and the stunned surgeon says, well, we could have done away with the surgery if he would have told us the truth. So that just goes to show you, if you put something up into your penis, tell the doctors the truth. Don't tell them you swallowed it. It's only going to make it longer for you. (laughs) My goodness, dear. What a story. How horrible. I always think whenever I go to the doctor, or, or anywhere, like places like that, like whatever weird thing I have to tell them, yeah. They've heard it before. Or or they've heard something just as weird that day, or they will that afternoon. And even so, you know? I'm sure whoever told them the weird thing did not tell them with such tact that I'm telling them what happened uh, oh, to me. Oh, no, I don't want to hear anything more about things being jammed up there. Oh, no. Whoa. Well, I won't talk about the magnets then. Oh, okay. 
Alright, and now, uh, there people do a lot of weird sex things, and uh, you know, we all do, we all do it. We've all done it, like Kendall says, but that seems just really painful, doesn't it? Ah, yes, uh, uh, ooh, ooh. I, the whole time I was reading it, and the other story that I'm not sharing with you about the magnets, both, I was just like, why? Why? The, the thought of having to have a catheter after surgery makes me want to puke. I can't Ow. even imagine. Yeah. All right, look, here's something nice and sweet and normal, but still oh, weird. Thank the good Lord above, dear. Oh, amen. All right, an India resident noticed baby snakes inside his home, <gasps> and he opened up what but his air conditioner and found 40 snakes slithering around inside. Snakes! Why'd it have to be snakes? Oh, I love it. Every time you say it, we're going to need a bigger boat. <laughs> Kendall, there's there's a man who was a farmer, and I'm not even going to try to pronounce his name, because whatever I said would be offensive, I know, because I could not say it right. Um, but there's a farmer in India, and he spotted a snake on the floor of his bedroom, and he put the reptile outside. He didn't freak out like we would. And he returned <laughs> to his bedroom and found three more snakes in his bed. <gasps> Then he searched for the source of the serpent invasion and ended up discovering about 40 inside his air conditioner. Sounds like the devil's work to me. Oh, I, I hope not. I hope the devil isn't placing serpents in our air conditioner. We'll, we'll have to have Charles the contractor go check ours. Oh, no. Oh, please don't have him touch the air conditioner. We need it right now. Oh, well, apparently a veterinarian said a mother snake had laid eggs in the air conditioner and they had recently hatched. <laughs> so that's that's oh. the end of that story. Now, Cliff, you know, the story about the phone cord yeah. that I told a moment ago was in India as well. I bet it was the same guy, and that was just faking the snake, and he was just making up that story to get away with the other. Maybe he sucks. He's like, I have something stuck up my penis, and also, oh, there were 40 snakes outside. <laughs> and they forgot all about the penis story. See, that's, uh, that's okay. a really good tip, though. I like to employ that, too. It's, it, it's, it's a version of the old razzle-dazzle. You give them uh -huh. something else to focus on. Mm-hmm. Gotta... Yeah, yeah, there's something jammed up my pee hole, but snakes, a lot of them, 40. <gasps> but see, that, that's where he went wrong. But there were 40 snakes. He said, oh, there was a snake in the air conditioner. He went too far. There were a snake in my boots, yeah. <laughs> April Hack. 30 years old, searched far and wide to find a suitable pink to match the new bright color scheme at her new store that she just opened. Oh, a fellow business owner, Mrs. Potter Butter Butter Churn. Oh, that's wonderful to hear. Yeah, she was opening an adult bookstore and oh, she was trying to find the right bright pink. Oh, and so oh she was convinced that the only color that would work for this poppin' pink was a hap would ha happen to be a six inch uh, toy that she had had at the shop. So she took it on a little field trip to Home Depot to have them match the color of her special toy, and it got a lot of attention, needless to say, at the old Home Depot. Oh, oh my goodness, dear. The staff was cracking up uh, as they were scanning in when they stuck it in the machine to be scanned. Isn't that a crazy, weird story? <laughs> Florida couple who heard knocking at their front door, they looked out to find not somebody, but a pair of unwelcome visitors. 
two alligators fighting on their front porch. I hate it when that happens. Sue Geschel said she was at home with her husband, Joe, when they heard a banging at their front door, and they looked outside, and, uh uh-oh, she says, I thought he was joking because we had so much to do and had so much on his mind. I thought he was going crazy. But all of a sudden, there was a loud pounding, and that's when I got involved because it sounded like someone was pounding on my front door and needed help. But she said she was shocked to see her husband was correct. It was two alligators fighting for territory (laughs) on the front porch. Oh, my God. And they left on their own after about 20 minutes. They said, see you later, alligator. (laughs) They said, after a while, crocodile. So, see, now now that we've been talking about the faking the snake, all I can think about is, like, what were they really up to? Whoa, you don't want to know. Dear, please, let's not talk about... You know, I really should be getting going, dear. You know, Crockpot's over there, and she looks like she needs some help with that costume we were working on earlier. Oh, maybe I should come with you, dear. I could hold your pins or your your needle and thread. Oh, you know, Mr. Topbottom, I have one other weird news story I'd love to share with you if you have a moment. Oh, yes, dear, that sounds like a wonderful idea. I'll get to help with the Crockpot, and you stay and listen to the story, dear. I'll be back in a moment, dear. Oh, I'll be right oh. there, dear. All right, Mr. Snobbomb, you're in love. This, oh, oh. this is. I hope this so. story is right up your alley. Uh, let's see what a this Dutch is. theme park um, in Holland. They, you know, people have been stuck inside during the pandemic, so they didn't have anybody to ride the rides or you know walk around the park. So they went and got 22 oversized teddy bears from the old uh, game area, and they put them on the roller coaster and filmed the ride. And it almost looked like the bears had come to life and they were having a wonderful time. It really is a beautiful, fun video you should check out if you haven't seen it. It'll bring some much-needed smiles to your face. <laughs> All right, well, whatever you say, Candleboy. Uh, I've got to be going. Uh, where? Now watch out for your shoelace, Whoa. Mr. Snodbottom. Oh! Oh, my, oh. my bowels again. Oh. Oh. Well, don't worry about that. We'll get that up. Just uh, make sure you tie your shoelace. Oh. You're going to keep tripping over it. Where did Mrs. Potter Butter Butter Churn get off to? I better go find oh, Mrs. Potter Butter Butter Churn. She's so fast. Where are you, dear? Oh, those two. Those two. Uh, <laughs> can't get enough of them. Can't get enough of that wonderful duff. Now now that they're gone, Kendall, tell me really quickly, what about the magnets in the penis? Was it penile oh, magnets? So, oddly enough, as I looked up weird news stories... Right next to each other, two stories. The other one was these, you know, the little bead magnets? Uh-huh. So some kid, like, just put a whole bunch of those up into his penis, and I had to go to the hospital. I'm like, what What child? Like, I know when you're growing up and you're learning about your penis, you're like, what is this thing? What do I do with it? What do I pull? But to stick magnets up it? What, what is going on in your brain? Oh, my God. Well, how? I don't understand. Why? Of all the holes... Yeah. There's plenty of holes to be sticking those in. Yeah. I don't know if... I can't remember this. When I was there, like, eight or nine, I think my... Maybe... I can't remember this if I did it or my stepbrother did it. Probably my stepbrother. I think... Sure. Well, just because I can't remember. (laughs) He had... We had this thing, and they were... And this is, like, way before people did bath salts. But they were... (laughs) They were bath... Like, bath beads or something. They were, like, peach bath beads. Uh Uh-huh. Oh, I remember those. Yeah. Yeah, and and again, surely I didn't do this, but I feel like my stepbrother, like, put him up his nose, like, uh-huh. put some up his nose, and then like couldn't get him back out. <laughs> and there were forty snakes in the air conditioner. Yeah, once <laughs> I did put a penny in my nose, 
I don't really? know why. Yeah, but it like, and I don't, and or in or it was or not in my nose. I was laying down in the car. This is like during a, a little league game that I did not want to watch. So I laid in the car and I put like pennies not in my nose. They were I put them like just on my face. Uh-huh. Just just cuz I was playing with whatever was in the in the car. And, yeah. You know like change from As the As poor the children middle. we had co- pennies and that was it. I put it but and then I like sat up and one of them went in my <laughs> mouth and I swallowed it. <laughs> uh you were just making change, Cliff. You're like, they said be the change, so you were trying to be the change. I thought they said eat the change. Man, I'm on fire today. Cliff, it's time. It's time. For number five of the countdown. I know our listeners are like, where, what happened to the list? Here it is. It's back. I cannot. It's there are so many good ones. We just call it a draw at this point. <laughs> oh, this might seem too low. I don't know. I know. I worry about that for everyone coming up. But like you said... Most of the, in, almost so many of these on this list could have been number one. They're all winners. And, and they would have fit. They're right. Like, like the Oscar nominees. They're all winners. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Number five, Kendall. Another one that's a lot like us. Uh-oh. Oh, man. He sure does hate Mondays. Yeah, he does. And oh, man, he sure does love lasagna. Amen. And his name is Garfield. See, I know you so well that when you said, now this next one is just like us. I, <laughs> see, I, I write down the list so we ca- I can keep track of what numbers are what. And I started uh-huh. writing down Garfield right after you said this other one's like us. I just knew it. I'm with you. Do the mashed potato. Do the candied yam. Do the funky turkey because it's time to jam. If you don't want to dance, baby, that's all right. Some non-stop shopping to work up an appetite. Make your Thanksgiving one long meal. Cause the more you eat, the more grateful you are gonna feel. He's so much like us. He, you know, of course, Garfield in all his many forms. Uh, to me, when I think of Garfield, I think of those the old specials. Yes, that came on in the '80s, where it was uh, Lorenzo Music oh. who did the voice, the classic voice, oh. who was Rhoda's doorman, Carlton the doorman, and just. Oh. Here's John's first bow tie, tacky. Some sunglasses, cousin Wanda's wig, and Orpha's false teeth. Yuck! Roy Ogle's root strings, stealing wax, and all that funny stuff. Well, I guess there's nothing here. <laughs> Very funny, Odie. Come on, let's keep looking. It's just, I don't know. forgot what I was going to say. Because I just got so enamored by Garfield. Lasagna was about kicking Odie off the kitchen table. All those things. All those Mm -hmm. things. I don't do laps. And I do not chat. I may be selfish, yeah, and all of that. But the one thing I'm not is a scaredy cat. Next up on the list, Cliff. Just as hard to make this one, and I know... I, I almost don't even want to say it because I feel like you're going to punch me in the face. Uh, still, all number one. All number one. Next up, Snoopy. Kendall, lean a little bit closer over here. I know. I told you. I told you. <laughs> and it's only because I only have a certain number that I can get to. And I know that I know who number one is. And so I have to move some other ones down to make to make room. Tell us what you love about Snoopy. What? <laughs> 
What what I love what's not to love about Snoopy? What's not to love? Uh, you know, here's what I I know that there are so many wonderful attribute or attributes to Snoopy that I could come up with, I could say. But the thing that always sticks out in my head when I think of Snoopy is from You're a Good Man, Charlie Brown. When he sings a song about supper time. It's supper time. Yeah. It's supper time. And when supper time comes, can supper be far away? Bring on the soup dish. Bring on the cup. Bring on the bacon and fill me up. Because it's supper Supper, supper, supper time. And supper he's like, time. Oh, it's supper time. Uh-huh. Supper, 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 time, time, time I love it so much. And it it just, I don't know, that sums up Snoopy to me. I love it so much. <laughs> so th- that's all I'm going to say about it. I just love him. He's great. There's nothing not that you don't love about Snoopy. And, you know, Charlie Brown, he's always wishing he had a normal dog like everybody else. But I think he would miss... The wild yeah. and crazy times of Snoopy if he had well, a normal dog. And ain't that the damn uh. point? That that maybe, you know, you wish for something normal, but you got something that's not normal, and that's what makes it special. Oh, Kendall, you have thrown off my whole list. I know. Well, I wanted by, to mix things up a little bit. By, I mean, what, what, I mean, I should have just, I should have stuck Mickey Mouse before then. I, that's what we're doing. <laughs> Number three, and that's the joy of us making separate lists and putting them together at the last minute. <laughs> I knew this was going to get All animated. Right. It's going to get animated. Speaking of animated. All right, this may seem out of left field at number three. Okay. But it's not. He, like, even more so than Garfield or Kermit, like you said before. Kermit's the same, just his voice is a little different. But, you know, this character, he's gone through a lot of changes. Ch-ch-ch-changes. Turn the face, changes. And even though I may not be a big time consumer of the current iteration I'm glad that there are kids out there growing up with Alvin over the river and through the woods to have a first great play oh here's the wait a minute Alvin I'm supposed to do the over the river and through the woods trot past my apple my dapples of Alvin and the Chipmunks. He's a scamp. He's a joker and a midnight toker. And he, mm. he is a lot like Bart Simpson in uh, chipmunk form. And, you know, he's going all out, living his best life. He's got his two bros, Simon and Theodore. He's the Beyonce of that uh, Destiny's Child. From the early, early days, I, I, of course, still listen to the christmas albums oh yeah you know we've already mentioned a few weeks ago the chipmunk adventure which the criterion collection needs to get on to releasing on dvd
wonderful old, the old, old show, the Alvin show, our wonderful We're the Chipmunks, C-H-I-P-M-U-N-K, We're the Chipmunks, guaranteed to brighten your day. Oh, I love it. He's I forgot that song. Fun. I never, you know, just hearing the Chipmunks always cheers me up, and Alvin, he's got that rude dude. <laughs> he's not going to let anybody tell him what to do. The rude dude. Y'all could benefit and be a little more like Alvin. And Cliff, you are correct, and that is something everybody needs to know. Oh, 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 and uh, you know what else everybody should know? These things you should know. Oh, the game show that makes us feel dumb every single week. As if we needed help. <laughs> no help needed. Cliff, how many pints would you find in a quart? Four. No. Six. No. Eight. No. Twelve. <laughs> Shall I let you keep going? <laughs> yeah. You'd, you'd find two. Seven. <laughs> two. Two pints and a quart? Yes. Mm, that sounds you, like some metric stuff to me. You just added too much to your, uh, your recipe there if you're uh, putting in twelve. That's why all my recipes don't work. <laughs> Kendall, what Shakespearean play did Crown Prince Dipendra quote from on Mother's Day shortly before he killed her along with the king? Uh, uh, Hamlet. Oh, to be right or not to be right? You were right. Oh, good. I was going to say Macbeth and I finally caught myself and said Hamlet. Amen, Kendall. It was Hamlet, because because that's what happens in Hamlet, right? They well, they all die. They all get murdered. I think. Yeah. Well, speaking of murder, Cliff, what sexual? Maybe that's a play we could put on Hamlet. <laughs> yeah. You think our listenership is low now? Uh... <laughs> Listeners, if you want to hear the Cliff and Kendall gang put on Hamlet, please add us at Cliff and Kendall on Twitter. And, and to and, Brute. And... <laughs> yeah, and two Charles the Contractor, that'd be Julius Caesar. <laughs> and then he would piss yeah. on you instead of stab you. Yeah, so if, if that's what you want, if the fan demand is overwhelming, we might have to do Hamlet. Speaking of murder, what sexual problem is grounds for divorce in 24 U.S. states? Uh, erectile dysfunction. Yes, with a close second being sticking anything up your penis. <laughs> All right. What hotel boasts the only championship golf course on the Las Vegas Strip? Uh, that would be the Win. Nen. It is Nen. The, the Desert Inn. Desert Inn. I was close. I said Win Inn. Win Inn. Golf Schmolf. It's all the same. See, I, it's because I can't hear as well in one ear. And speaking of that, Cliff, finally for me, which is the ear that most people can hear better with? Huh? The le- the left ear. Uh, I couldn't hear your wrong answer oh, from my right oh, ear. Oh, 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 <laughs> oh, oh, damn it, damn it, damn it. That's all the time we have for things you should know. And that's something everybody should know. 
My goodness, dear, you haven't seen Mr. Snodbottom, have you? No, he was over there looking under my pallet and behind all my DVDs. You know that big stack of DVDs I bought? Do you want me to go through them again? I can listen. I got <laughs> no. Panic Room. I got For the Boys. I got Sergeant Kabuki Man in YPD. Now, dear, I, got I don't... Unbreakable be... Kimmy Schmidt. I- I'm having relapses to this, the shoestring store. Oh, okay. Well, did you want us to find him? I'll, I'll go up there and help you find him. No, 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 dear. I just wanted to make sure he wasn't here. I just needed a break. I've been running all morning. I, I think it might be time to go take a little nap in the back. If you if you see him, just tell him that I, I, I had to run out for another moment. Okay, you know what I would do? I would go, you know, where it's quiet for me to take a nap. Sometimes it's right behind the cash register because you can just pull the, the garbage can out and so nobody can really see you from the side. Oh, that's a wonderful idea. I'm going to go try that, dear. All right. Counting down, Cliff. Continuing on our countdown. Holy moly! Number two. Number two. Holy moly is right, Cliff. I'm so nervous. <laughs> I'm going to pick the wrong thing. But I have to go with this because only because I know what I feel like number one would be. So I'm going to have to say number two is someone that we adore. Uh, another person that really feels like us at heart that uh, just gets angry and can't take it sometimes. Uh, such a ham. Such a ham. Miss Piggy! Oh! Scooter? Yes, ma'am. Gonzo? Check. Roger? Yes, Miss Piggy. This is what we're going to sing. Christmas is coming, the goose is getting fat. Nice. Please do put the penny in the old man's hat. If you haven't got the penny, a head penny will do. If you haven't got the head penny, then God bless Who were you thinking? <laughs> Who were you thinking? I was, I, now really, I think we've got to say, probably number one and two are tied. Yes. Yep. With and they they would she wouldn't have it any other way right. than to be tied with Kermit the Frog. A I ham think and they a are frog. both number one and two yeah. together. Someday we'll find it, the rainbow connection, the lovers, the dreamers, and me. They're the best. Miss Piggy, the most glamorous, and yeah, she just sometimes you just gotta karate chop your way out of a problem. I mean, I wanted to put Miss Piggy as number one. I started to, but I thought Kermit started it all, so I put him there first. But but they're they're tied, just like you said. Both of them deserve to be up. They deserve. They both deserve the crown because Kermit, of course. What can you say about Kermit yeah. the Frog? You can't say much because he's just it's just too much. It's not easy being green Having to spend each day the color of the leaves When I think it could be nicer Being red or yellow or gold or something much more colorful like that. There's too much to say, so if we even started saying it. <laughs> I, I will only say this. Yeah. Someday, Cliff, we'll find it. The Rainbow, the Rainbow Connection. connection. Lovers, Lovers the, dreamers, the Dreamers, and me. All of us under its spell. They know that it's probably magic. Have you been half asleep? And have you heard voices? 
I've heard belches. Oh, left and right. Left oh, I hear Mrs. Right. Snodbottom calling Mrs. Potter Butter Butterchurn's name. Uh, 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 don't don't look over at the cash register where she's asleep. Oh, he looked right over there. <laughs> mm, mm, mm. Oh. Well, you know, you can't you can run, but you can't hide. I guess we're gonna need like fifty episodes to dedicate this this segment because I mean, you got Bugs Bunny, you got uh, Yogi the Bear, you got oh yeah, so many great ones. Too many to mention. If we started mentioning them, we'd have to go on all day. So yes, Cliff. So we won't go any further now. I know that you have still been delighting us every night with a quarantine concert here at the yes. shop, and I don't think we could have made it through all of this without it. No. Um, but the question is, are you going to share any more with the listeners? I, I'm going to share. I have one that we recorded just the other night. You know, it's such a crazy time, but artists, this is when we get to work. Artists, vocal artists like me. Get to work. And it's the artist's job to reflect and shape the times that we're living in. So who am I? to sit down and say I can't when the world needs light so badly in this the world dark, dark time. needs now is perfect pitch. Right. So better to be a light in the darkness. What is it better to turn on the lights than to be mad that it's dark? Something like that. Sure. There's so, a light in the darkness. Over at the Frankenstein place. <laughs> I was thinking hairspray and you were singing Rocky Horror. <laughs> Classic. Hi. Yeah, Kendall, that's another that's so many plays we're gonna have to put on Hamlet, top of the list. On fire. On fire. Oh, alright. I I've gotta go take a break. I wanna go reorganize my DVDs over there. You know, I got all of me and I got Victor Victoria. And I got speed, which was hard to find, harder than you would think, but I got it. Oh, and then I got, you know. Better not drop below 50. Oh, I know. I can't drive 55. I need to lose 55 pounds. <clears throat> Be a good start. <laughs> ah! We need to drop under 50 pounds. Oh, God. All right. Well, let's, we, we've got to go. We could go on and on and on, but we can't. And we would. But listeners, now you get to enjoy some quarantine concert, and we'll see you here next week. All right. Enjoy the concerts coming at you. Oh, thank you. And how about another big hand for Funky for that interpretive dance that she did while, during my costume change. Yes, that was great. And speaking of costume, this is it. Mrs. Potter Butter Butter Churn has been working on this all week secretly. Uh, we used some old sheets that we found in Kendall's luggage to put this together it's this is sort of my idea of a you know an angel robe i feel like i look kind of like if uh you know clarence the angel from it's a wonderful life if he gained 80 pounds and then was the angel that welcomed you to heaven and i know we all look forward to the day when we can get back to songs about Jake Gyllenhaal and how wonderful he is or how fat Kendall is or how fat I am or how fat Kendall and I both are. And we will. 
and there's a time for those, but right now is not the time. Now is the time for action as we commit to not only being just not racist, but commit to being anti-racist and commit to the commitment to keep on committing and not lose the momentum that we and many of the others uh, in the world, the freedom fighters like us, have, you know, gained these last week or two. Let's keep going. Keep your eyes on the prize. I, I hate to say that, but maybe maybe that's the right thing to say. Keep your eyes on the prize. Keep your eyes wherever you need to. You know what I mean. Okay, so next one. Here we go. But a song to sing Fears the way we die You can make mountains ring Or make the angels cry Though the bird is on the wing And you may not know Now, smile on your brother, everybody get together, try to love one another right now. Some may come and some may go, we shall surely pray. When the one that left us here. Returns for us at last We are but a moment's sunlight Fading in the grass Come on people now Smile on your brother Everybody get together Try to love one another right now People now, smile on your brother, everybody get together, try to love one another right now. Everybody needs some tenderness, everybody needs a release from the cell they lock themselves in. Well, love's the only peace, everybody needs. Everybody cries, everybody bleeds, everybody dies, everybody dreams, everybody waits, everybody makes mistakes. Love one another, sisters and brothers, love one another, hey, yeah. Love one another, father and mother, love one another. To walk away when you got a wounded pride. How can people stand together 
that's how we heal inside Try to understand, open up your heart A fist is just a hand, it can come apart Learn from the past, don't give up the fight Forgiving fills the world with light Love one another, sisters and brothers Love one another, hey yeah Love one another, father and mother Love one another Love one another If you hear the song I sing You will understand You hold the key to love and fear All in your trembling hand Love one another Father and mother You were given a world so beautiful A deep ocean of blue, blue sky I know we can make it a better place If only you and I Love one another Love one another Hey, yeah. Love one another Sister and brother Love one another Love one another Father and mother Love one another hey, yeah. Love one another Sister and brother Love one another Come on people Smile on your brother Love one another. Oh, thank you, thank you, thank you. I thought that one was particularly good myself. Now, uh, Charles, the contractor, if you would, you can set up the projector and the screen. So, you know how I said now is the time for action, it's the time for bold political statements. It's the time to speak and not shut up. So, herewith is a little video montage I made of some of my favorite bold public statements that were made in 80s sitcoms. So, if you will settle in, it's about 80 minutes. So, all right, here we go. Crockpot, sing along if you know the words. Give me a break, now I know what it takes. Putting a new face on the old one, ready for anything. Playing with fate, not a moment too late. Showing the whole world nothing can get me down. Ooh, give me a break, yeah, yeah. Give me a break, cause I sure need one. Give me a break, hey, yeah. I finally know where I belong Give me a break, yeah Give me a break, cause I sure need one Give me a break, yeah I finally know where I belong Give me a break Stadler? Yeah, what? Is that it? Yes, it's over. How'd you like it? 
I don't know. I slept through the whole thing. Well, you didn't miss much. Ha <laughs> ha